Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. Today is Friday, and we are back with some more heat with Chats with Preacher Boy. I pray that this week has been nothing but blessed for you all, and even if you had some struggles this week, know that God did not leave you, nor did he forsake you. So before we dig into this episode for this week, you know we always got to start with a little word of prayer. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God, thanking you for being God Almighty in our lives, dear God. God, we thank you for every door that you open and the doors that you close that we no longer needed, dear God. God, I ask that you continue to strengthen us and keep us during this time. Dear God, with everything that's going on around us to our left and to our right, dear God, continue to give us peace and comfort during these times, dear God, and help us to continue to remember that you are God and God alone and you're in control of all things, dear God. God, ask that you lead us in the right direction, dear God. If there's anything we've done wrong, we ask that you forgive us right now and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Continue to speak on today, dear God. Allow something to be said that can resonate in the hearts of your people, whoever whoever is listening on today, dear God. Bless them and continue to be with them in everything that they do and we won't forget to give you all the glory honor and praise it's in your son jesus name that i pray amen and amen like i said we are back with another episode of chats with preacher boy and man i'm feeling good today y'all i'm feeling well in my soul but before i you know go into deep with this uh episode i first owe you all an apology Yeah, Preacher Boy owes all my listeners and supporters an apology. And the reason why I say that is because God really convicted me and got me together this week. And I'm thankful for my wife for even pointing out what I was already seeing in myself. I've been halfway stepping when it comes to chats with Preacher Boy. And I feel like I haven't been giving it my best foot forward. I haven't been putting my best foot forward. And because of that, I've gotten complacent and I've gotten comfortable When y'all were supposed to be receiving things every week, I start getting lazy and I go every other week. You know what I'm saying? And y'all don't deserve that. And most importantly, God doesn't deserve that. God deserves my best. So I want to apologize to every one of my listeners, new listeners, old listeners. I don't care. I apologize right now openly to you all for my complacency, for me being lazy, for me getting too comfortable. Because I know God has a great work with Chats with Preacher Boy and all the listeners. So I can't be halfway stepping when I'm doing his work and I'm doing things for his people. So I ask that y'all forgive me. From the bottom of my heart, I ask that y'all forgive me. Seven times 70, I'm asking that y'all forgive me. Man, I'm telling you, I'm not letting nothing hinder hinder me from getting into the kingdom. I, I, I just refuse. So now that I got that out the way, I'm telling y'all I'm feeling well in my soul, y'all. I don't know, this that, that conviction this week did something to me. It it, it smacked me. I got smacked around a little bit, it feels like. And, you know, I, I feel better than ever. I feel like nothing can stop me, you know what I'm saying? And now knowing that I have God on my side, nothing is able to stop me. So this week, our episode is what you gonna do now i'm gonna say that one more time what you gonna do now and the key verse for this week is proverbs 24 and 16 it says for a just man falleth falleth seven times and riseth up again but the wicked shall fall into mischief extra verses that i have annotated for you all is Psalm 34 and 19 and 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. And those two verses read, 
Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. 2 Corinthians reads, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Now that it's all said and done, what are you going to do? Ask yourself, now that everything's said and done, what are you going to do? You got two options when you fall in life. Either you get up or you give up. See, when your back is on the wall, you either cave in or you come out swinging. I mean, those are your two options. It's fight or flight. So I ask, what is it that you're going to do? What you gonna do now? We acknowledge the mistakes. We acknowledge the disappointments, the family problems, marriage issues, financial burdens, business setbacks, bad grades, failures, whatever the case may be. We already acknowledge that. But since we acknowledge all of that, what you gonna do now? See, it's, it's noted and already embedded in our minds of what already happened. But what doesn't get embedded majority of the time is what are we going to do after? What choice are we going to make? Are we going to rise or are we going to stay down? Are we going to fight or are we going to fly? Fly away and take flight. Are we going to get up or are we going to give up? The choice is yours. We literally have the choice to get back up every time we fall. Falling is inevitable. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. Now, I'm not saying live your life living that you're, oh, I'm just going to make mistakes purposely. Oh, since I'm allowed to make mistakes. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But when you make mistakes, what are you going to do after? What you gonna do now? See, we aren't promised trouble-free lives at all. If so, we wouldn't need God every day to sustain us. Y'all know that, right? We wouldn't need him at all if we were promised trouble-free lives. But since we do face these various things, we are reassured that it's but for a season the things that we face. And sometimes our seasons may be longer than others. I want to point that out. Sometimes our seasons may seem that you're in a long, dark, scary tunnel and you barely, matter of fact, you can't even see the light because you're on a hill in that tunnel currently and you haven't reached the point where you can see the light at the end. Despite all of that, you still have two options. Either you're going to give up or you're going to get up. What you going to do now? I'm telling you, I'm going to ask that question so many times until it's embedded into your mind. Because you, we, matter of fact, I'm not going to say you. Matter of fact, at myself, there was a point in time where I was so busy on focusing on my problems that in the midst of me being already on the ground, I got so focused on what was going on and how I got to where I was that I didn't choose to get up or even get up. But matter of fact, let me let me backtrack. Since I focused on the problem so much after I already failed, I ended up giving up because I was focusing on the problem and the situation that I already faced. Instead of getting up and choosing that choice, and realizing that, all right, that's how that happened. Man, all right, that's too easy. Time to bounce back. Instead of doing that bounce back, we just sit back 
and we just mope and complain and we have pity parties and that's what not, that's that's not what God wants us to do he he's not trying to have us to stay in that place I want to give y'all some examples of of some people in the Bible that literally had the choice of either giving up or getting up we're gonna start with Job Job chapter 1 verse 20 and 21 says this it says then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped and said naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away blessed be the name of the Lord he literally said this after he had lost his seven sons his three daughters his seven thousand sheep three thousand camels five hundred donkeys and his very great home and then peep this peep this i want i want to read this next this next verse i mean this next uh chapter and verse job 2 2 and 10 says but he said to her you speak as one of the spiritually foolish women speaks ignorant and oblivious to god's will shall we indeed accept only good from god and not also accept adversity and disaster in spite of all this job did not sin with his words from his lips so his wife ended up turning on him his wife told him why don't you just curse god and die so literally job lost everything everything he lost it all but in the midst of him losing everything job didn't give up he still did one key thing he turned back to god versus turning away see a lot of times when we go through things and things don't go the way we envisioned it we have the tendency i know me personally i can speak from experience that we have the tendency where we turn away from god instead of draw closer to god and then we use the excuse that oh why did god let this happen you know obviously he doesn't have my back obviously he doesn't care this this and that and I'm, I'm saying all these things because i've been in this i've been in that place i've been in that place where i'm blaming god for everything versus seeing the silver lining in everything that i go through see the hardest thing to do in a situation is find the silver lining the silver lining it when you look for the silver lining that forces you to see the positive in all the negativity around you and that goes back to that 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 verse in 2 Corinthians. It says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. See, when the enemy comes in like a flood, right? The Lord is gonna raise a standard. That standard is protecting us. And see, it's so easy. I'm telling you, it's so easy. And why I say it's so easy is because I've been there. I'm speaking from experience, you all. It's so easy to get caught up in our pity parties. You know, it's in our vulnerable states of failure that the enemy tries to creep in and keep us down to the ground. But see, you gotta, you gotta realize that after all the falling, after the mistakes, after everything that went forth, after, you know, whatever happened in the family, after all of that, you have to realize that the enemy is going to try to come in and detour you that much more and cause you to leave God versus turn to God. But I'm here to tell you today, whatever you're facing, whether it's family issues, whether you lost a loved one, 
whether you're dealing with financial problems, you're having struggles in your personal life with your careers, your businesses, whatever the case may be, don't turn away from God. So I ask you, what you gonna do now? See, when I was going through everything that I was going through and all the complacency, you know what I'm saying, and the laziness that I was dealing with in myself, my wife had a dream and she said, what was the, what's the, what was the podcast episode that she's supposed to be talking about? And I told her, what you going to do now? And she said that God told her in her dream, what you going to do when it's too late. And when I say I felt that like a gut punch, because it, it then reminds me that tomorrow is not promised. So, so if I'm constantly messing up. And I think that I have all the time in the world to get right with God. He's reassuring and letting me know what you're going to do when it's too late. Because you don't know when I'm coming back. You don't know when I'm going to take you off the earth. You don't know. Matthew, right? It says in Matthew 24, the 42nd chapter, it says this. Peep this. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doeth come. I'm going to read one more for you. Matthew 25 and verse 13. It says, Watch, therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. So he's coming back. I'm telling you, you're not going to live forever. There's going to be a day when you pass away. And I'd rather you be ready. That way you don't have to get ready when he comes. Because when he comes and you getting ready, you already missed the mark. So I ask you again, what you gonna do now? And also keep this in mind, what you gonna do when it's too late? You can't do nothing because it's too late. So versus it being too late, make sure you're ready now. Get everything in order now. Don't give up, get up. It's time to get back up. Because it says, I'm telling you, Proverbs 24 and 16, it says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. That's the key. They rise up again. That word again is a repetitive thing. That means it's 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 an action that keeps going again. So I challenge you, ask yourself, what you gonna do now? After everything is said and done, what you gonna do now? I pray that you all enjoy y'all's weekend and really ponder what was said on today as we acknowledge the resurrection of Jesus. You know, a lot of times they say that, not that they say, but there, there's been memes going around saying, oh, the church is empty right now because we can't come together, this, this, and that, all the quarantine uh, procedures, this, and all that, blase, blase. The church is empty, but so is the grave. Our Lord and Savior was resurrected. So keep in mind and remember the reason for the season. With everything that's going on, remember that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is resurrected. So y'all make sure to give the Lord some time on this weekend. Thank him for dying on the cross and rising on that third day just for you. Make it personal because he did it for you. He did it for your mistakes. He did it for your falls, your shortcomings. Your, every time you went astray, he did it for you. Remember that. So I want you all to know that I love you. And I'm telling you, and I'm going to say it again. Forgive me. Know that I'm back on my grind. Know that I'm back 
100%. I'm telling you, God is getting the best. And since God is getting the best from me, I expect you all to give God the best from you. So y'all have a blessed weekend. Know that I love you. But more importantly, you know what? God loves you more. So y'all be blessed. Preacher boy out.